He's like eating ice or something. <laughs> yeah, I was chewing it right before I started. <laughs> I'm glad that I got it right. I, yeah. yeah, it was exactly what was happening. I think I'm used to that sound because Aaron's dogs, her family's dogs, always liked eating ice. Are you saying I'm a dog? No, I'm just saying you're like a certain set of golden retrievers with which I'm familiar. Okay. Nothing wrong with that. I'm your dog. <laughs> uh... So, Grant, what's your what's your review of the big game? Give me all the highlights. Um. Uh. <laughs> I got some really good sleep during it. <laughs> I did not watch it. I did not have an intention to watch it. I I wasn't sure if you were going to just make up something or not. So I needed no, to No, I was actually grading exams during it. So Okay. Hopefully not while asleep. Well, at the start. Or okay. I wasn't asleep at the start. I was grading <laughs> exams at the start. And then I'm pretty sure before the end I was asleep. Uh, that's okay. Is that is that clear and not sound that bad? That, that is better, yes. <laughs> I guess I should use precise language to describe things. You're good. No, I don't know. How about you? What do you think? It was a good well, what, game. What's the stance that I should have to tell people about it? I would it say like I care. that uh, the, the main things you need to know about are that the Chiefs had a good comeback. At the end of the first half, Patrick Mahomes, their quarterback, was like, he had like just gone for a run and like had a terrible, like got pulled down on his ankle in an awkward way and was limping Ooh. off the field as the Chiefs were down by 10 points. And then they came back to win. So it's like they made some a couple of awesome plays that let them come back into the game. And there was a kind of bogus holding call at the very end of the game that gave the Chiefs a new set of downs that let them run out the remaining, like, minute and a half, kick a field goal, and give the Eagles, like, eight seconds, in which, you know, during those eight seconds, they did nothing, obviously, and the Chiefs won. So, classic ending to a football game, where it's actually over two minutes before it's over. Yeah. But it it was good. I kind of found myself, like, almost, like, not as engaged or excited about it for some reason, even though it was, like, objectively a good game. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But it was fun. We had like eight people over in our apartment, wow. uh, which is a lot of people for our apartment. So Big party. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it was fun. We had a good time. Had some DiGiorno pizza for the first time in a long time. Oh, it's not dessert. No, it's not delivery. <laughs> it's not dessert. <laughs> it's, it's not dessert. It's DiGiorno. <laughs> yeah. I was annoyed because I was just looking at an article about the best Super Bowl commercials and... At least their list does not agree with the, I would consider, the consensus among uh, those of us watching. First of all, some of the commercials, I mean, like, there's eight people. It's hard to watch every commercial or hear every commercial. There were several on this list that they put on on this article that I read where I never even saw it in the first place. And the one that I think we all probably ended up remembering in the end was listed 11th on this article which i think is bs it was this excellent commercial i thought it was hilarious we we all like we were all the most engaged in this one it was two guys at a bar arguing over whether there was whether the commercial was about miller light or chorus light 
Mm-hmm. And it eventually turns into some sort of brawl. Like, not like a real, like, gory brawl, but, like, they're fighting now. You know, they're throwing punches, they're throwing beer bottles, all this sort of stuff. Fighting over whether it's a Chorus Light commercial or a Miller's Light, Miller Light commercial. And at the very end, someone just puts in one of the, like, tall glasses of Blue Moon and says, "It's a- actually, it's a Blue Moon commercial. And then the commercial ends. <laughs> like, it was just good. Like, yeah, this is the thing. I can explain it, and it's still funny. <laughs> and they had that 11th on the list, and I thought that was dumb. Um, yeah, I love that they mention other competing brands <laughs> early in the commercial. Yep. So if you only see the first half, you're like, oh, that was a weird Miller Coors Light commercial. Yep. I think part of the reason that they had it down farther is there must have been like pre-commercials for this commercial. Like there must have been some online advertising uh, about like, oh, there's this fight. Who is it going to be? Like, who's the winner kind of thing? Mm-hmm. And so that I would, I would, uh agree that that would take the wind out of the sails a bit if you were familiar with that but none of us were and so it was just a fun little surprise at the end of 30 seconds yeah and then the uh, rihanna halftime show uh, as halftime shows tend to do immediately prompted several good memes that i saw uh the main thing that you need to know is that rihanna was dressed in like a bunch of red like a like just like a red like huge sweatshirt or sweater or whatever and pants like just Mm -hmm. very kind of just everyone was dressed very comfortably let's say and all of the dancers the dozens and dozens and dozens of dancers were all dressed in like the same kind of outfit but it was just all white it's like white hats big white coats and or sweaters or whatever and then like you know thick white sweatpants Mm-hmm. And at one point, they're like they're on all these platforms across the field, and there's like a lot of dancers. And then like halfway through, like more dancers like jog out onto the field, like an additional like sixty dancers or something like that, out of nowhere. And it was very funny. And the first meme that I saw was uh, a video of these dancers coming out, and it said, "Your body's white blood cells entering to fight an infection." <laughs> and that was good. And then the other thing to note is that the uh, Rihanna and Dancers and Co. all entered at the beginning rectangular platforms suspended from the ceiling that came down out of nowhere. Okay? Mm-hmm. And so the second meme that I saw, which was very good, was a clip of all of them descending, you know, and they're, like, kind of staggered a little bit. Like, they're not all level at the same time. And so it's, like, this staggered set of platforms, and then they just replaced all the people with... Uh, Super Smash Brothers characters. <laughs> so, that's what you need to know. Nice. That's my executive summary. Nice. Yeah. So it sounds like I missed a whole lot. <laughs> it was good. It was funny because we had one person who was actually legitimately an Eagles fan there. Oh. Uh, I bet they were no, thrilled no. at the end. Yeah, you know. I, I'll, I'll be excited when I have the time to talk to my boss about it this week because he's from Philadelphia. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. <laughs> but no, it was fun. It was fun to like just have a little gathering and Aaron and I went against our typical instincts to try and overdo something like this. Not overdo, but like when we have people over for a thing, we often try and do more than we really need to because it's just a bunch of grad students. Nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Like we both decided, like Aaron decided earlier on, like, we're just not gonna have much like we will specifically make sure that like we aren't like cooking a bunch of stuff like we just want to have it be easy right mm-hmm. so we ended up with just like what we provided was 
three frozen pizzas. We only made two. Uh, some pretzels. And mm. I made brownies because I had had brownie mix in the pantry for like a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. And then other people brought other stuff. So what I you're saying expected. is you have a frozen pizza left over to try. Uh, we already ate it tonight, yeah. Oh, shit. It was a barbecue chicken from un- California un- Pizza Kitchen. Unwarmed? We just ate it raw, as always. Nice. No, it was good. Solid frozen pizza pizza from the CPK. I thought you said they were DiGiorno. No, I just, I just said, maybe you were talking when I said it, that this was a barbecue chicken pizza from California Pizza Kitchen. Yeah, you said from CPK. I thought... D- am I this one was the was something the other, else from DiGiorno the f- the other two pizzas were DiGiorno okay we had so a I'm cheese and a pepperoni stuffed crust from DiGiorno what's your thoughts on stuffed crust sorry to cut you off from the second pizza tell me that first and then I want your thoughts so, on stuffed crust wait what do you want first second pizza well the second pizza was the stuffed crust oh wait what was the first one cheese oh I thought you were saying cheese. I guess that makes way more just sense. Just a cheese pizza. And With then, a pepperoni stuffed crust. And then the pepperoni, which has a cheese stuffed crust, yes. Okay. Anyway, uh, stuffed crust is more of an Aaron thing. She's the one who requested it. Mm-hmm. it for whatever reason, it's just something that she loves. Uh, I think that they can be good. Like, I, I think it's fun. It's novel. Like, it's fun when we get it. I wouldn't bother getting it with DiGiorno really because it's not like that great but Mm -hmm. we've had I think we've gotten it from Pizza Hut and they do a pretty good job I think Uh, I don't really mind because it's kind of like I get pizza and breadsticks all at one Mm -hmm. but overall I would prefer other kinds of pizza first or at least it specifically I wouldn't get stuffed crust every time Mm -hmm. I'm fine having it a couple times a year but uh, there's so many other kinds of pizza that I like, and I like plain crust so much that that mm. stuffed crust just doesn't do that much else for me. Versus Aaron is the opposite. I eat Aaron's crust almost by default if it is uh, anything other than like a straight thin crust pizza. Mm-hmm. But stuffed crust she will eat on her own. <laughs> okay. There you have it. Well, you want to know about a tragedy that happened in my life today or a stupid thing that happened to me? Of course. So, I stabbed my finger, and I'm going to challenge you to guess what I stabbed my finger with. Hmm. I will first give you two guesses, and then I will give you multiple choice. Two guesses, and then multiple choice. You stabbed yourself. Can you at least give me the, like, like were you in your apartment, or were you on campus? Um, I don't want to give you more de- <sighs> Um... Because like this is the so thing. I'm campus. gonna guess. I'm gonna campus. guess one thing from each kind of location as best I can. But I was like, on just campus. telling me that I don't think it's gonna help. I was on okay. campus. You're you on get campus. two guesses before you get multiple choice. Okay. My first guess is a shard of glass. Okay. And am I right? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, my second guess is. Ice. Ice. Interesting guess. That is also not correct. Hmm. So, <laughs> your options are a fountain pen. <laughs> okay. A plastic spoon. Okay. A broken computer monitor. Okay. And 
like an electrical plug. I can't tell if you're trying to throw me off with your hesitation on saying that one. I'm going to go with a broken monitor. Okay, second guess. <laughs> okay, so I was wrong? Correct. Oh, darn. Okay, was it the electrical plug? It was the electrical plug. Hmm, you were trying to throw me off. Yes, I stabbed my finger with my uh, computer charger, and I still don't understand how that happened. Uh, and so now there's a little hole in my finger, and it hurts. Hmm. Does the hole match, like, the hole in the plug? Like the... By the hole like in the, the prongs? Plug, <laughs> like, kind of-ish? Like, okay. Like, it's just one prong. I'm just trying to think. But, like, it's not sharp. I don't understand. Like... Okay, I have an electrical plug nearby. What oh. was that? Huh? That was weird. Did you talk to Amazon Alexa? That's what I heard. No, I just, I mean, I heard the Skype sound go like, oh. bloop, bloop. It was definitely a oh. Skype thing. I was I very must have heard careful. you glitching, and it sounded very much like you were summoning the corporate overlords. I don't know. Did somehow unplugging this fan from an outlet affect my internet? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you got a, uh, what's it called? Like it's wild. Uh, internet over power line or whatever. <laughs> well, I'm plugged into Ethernet, so. <laughs> well, I don't know then. Uh, don't ask me. Funny. I'm not a geographer. Funny and dumb. Um. Anyway, I'm looking yeah. at this electrical outlet. I'm trying to see. I mean, like the edges. It's not like they're routed. Like the the actual edge between like because like the quote unquote. Let's say the top of the plug is flat and the sides are flat. And there is, a, like, a sharp, not sharp, sharp, but, like, an edge between those two. Yeah, but it's I'm not, like, sharp. It. And I'm just no, like, not oh. overly, but if you got it in just the wrong way, at just the right angle, like, I'm feeling, like, the kind of corners of it. And I could definitely, like, you could puncture something if you did it in just the wrong Grant-style way. Oh, that's exactly what happened, too. Were you, like, actively trying to plug it in or something? Like, what happened? How'd your hand get in the way? (laughs) (laughs) Now I just feel stupid telling this story. So, uh, (laughs) to give more details, it was actually my computer charger. Yeah, I think you said that. Um, Oh, did I? Okay. And so, it's one of, like, the... I don't know what Apple's current computer chargers are, even. Uh, but mine's one of the old ones where it's like a square block and mm-hmm. then there's like a removable plug that you can rem- like, uh, a plug that like the, flips the extension down. One. Yeah. So you could plug in like a, the actual cord that comes with it too, to make it yep. like give you a couple extra feet. So I didn't have the cord attached. I just had the other thing and I was pulling the other thing off just cause I was fidgeting and like it popped off. And then my finger hurt, and I looked at my finger, and it was bleeding. Hmm. And I don't really, like, I wasn't squeezing it that hard. Like, there's no way that, like, I don't know. (laughs) And, like, when it popped off, it, like, kind of, like, twisted in my fingers. Sure. And so, like, I'm sure that's, like, how it happened is that, like, there was some weird, like, torque and probably, like, slicing action that just, like... Just barely got it going, and then it... Like, could it have been, like, based on how you were holding, I'm trying to think, like, could it have been the plastic? Like, because there's, like, a seam on the connection there. I'm almost certain it wasn't the plastic, because... Okay. So, the cut is on my pointer finger. 
I was mm-hmm. pulling it out with my like I was like gripping it between like my thumb and the rest of my fingers or my thumb and my like middle ring and pinky finger. And then my pointer finger was like resting on the hmm. like prongs. Okay. Sure. And so like when it, it came loose and popped out, it just like kind of popped. Yeah. So I bet it was just like your, your index finger must have like, as you like pulled it, just like kind of pushed into it. And, really and then like, it, it popped like out of my hand. So like, I'm sure like, I kind of like pushed into it and it like twisted and probably slid along the skin just enough yeah. to like even on the not sharp edge. I don't know. I don't know. It's like it's one of those things where it's like you can feel a piece of paper and be like, well, that's not sharp, but you can still get a paper cut. Yeah. You know, like I can run my fingers purposefully along paper as much as I want and not get cut. And then you just do it the wrong way and you get cut. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, I feel like if you asked me to do it. I could like try maybe 10 or 20 more times and I don't think I could make it happen again. Yeah. That was my stupid injury of the day. Yeah. You got, you got a little bandaid for your, for your troubles. Uh, I put some liquid bandage on it. Ooh, and I took that's it off fancy. Now, so Do you know the thing that a liquid bandage doesn't have though? What? Cool cartoon characters. Mm. I actually, Uh, speaking of, I, I want to get back to this because I have something else to say. Actually, I don't remember what I, I, I feel like I have something else to say, so maybe we'll come back to it. Uh Otherwise I was recently, uh, watching a YouTuber that I frequently view their videos. Um, and they had a plug for, uh, some of their new merch and their new merch is (laughs) band-aids like, or custom adhesive bandages, I guess. Uh, with cheesy and funny images and things on them. Like one of them, it says OSHA. Uh, and then the last A of OSHA is crossed out and like scribbled in, in what looks like crayon, like child handwriting. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's, that's funny. That is pretty good. (laughs) Um, Honestly, and and I was wa- I watched that video like about an hour and a half after this happened. I was like, "Oh my lord!" <laughs> if only, <laughs> if only OSHA better have some regulations on electrical plugs. <laughs> Why can't we have those safe round ones from the UK? Yeah, but yeah, I thought that's some really odd merch. I think that's really good. Any merch that is unique is good. Like, that's what it comes down yeah. to, is unique and remotely useful, because, like, I don't need more flash drives, tote bags, drawstrings, or, or water bottles. Yeah. Or t-shirts. Definitely not t-shirts. Gosh, what more was I going to say about my finger? I don't know. I was in my mom. I was like, okay, it's time to go home for the day. <laughs> Pretty much. And then I got stuck at work for another hour and a half doing this stupid Bummer. crap bummer which is like oh now i gotta like i don't know get my finger stop bleeding and then i gotta stick in the glove and then it's inevitably gonna like bleed a little bit in the glove yeah and then like I remove the coagulate glove, in the cold just not put it in yeah, the glove but then when you remove the glove then it makes it bleed worse and you just don't put it in a glove and let the cold take care of it well i'm inside oh oh you mean like a like a nitrile glove or whatever Oh, yes, yes, sorry. Okay, I was thinking, like, you're leaving and I, you're putting on a winter glove, and I wasn't really thinking. I 
100% forgot that the other type of gloves exist for a brief <laughs> moment there. That's fair. Yeah. Do you do you use the ones that are like I mean, I I assume you use the like proper ones that are like three-dimensionally hand-shaped, right? Like ones that fit like tight to your hand as opposed to like a food safety glove, let's call it. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And you got to do Absolutely. your proper Absolutely. You got to do your proper um I'm trying to I don't know if my approach to taking off a glove Actually, if I can describe it will match yours, but I remember gloves. I don't even remember what your your glove doffing technique exactly i don't even remember where i learned it recently but it's like you kind of at least for me it's like i would take my right hand glove and using my right hand i would pinch kind of at the heel of my left hand oh you're such a good little scientist and i pitch it and i I don't say that in a demeaning way out and then you yeah. grab it with your right hand glove, and then you take your bare finger and stick it underneath the band of the other glove and yes. roll that one out. Yeah, I know how to do that. It's like it's like habit. You know how to take off gloves better than half of the grad students in the world. One of my I pet will... peeves is people who don't know how to take off gloves after like being a chemist for a while. It's like, what no. are you doing? How mm-hmm. are you, how do you not have like superpowers by now? I think. I must have learned it. It was either in like a food safety thing or more likely it was like in a first aid thing at camp. But I definitely like it just stuck with me as like this is such an an intuitive way to do it. Like as long as you accept that like there's stuff on this glove that you don't want to touch you. That's the whole point. And, And the way that we learned it was you were given like your shaving cream was put in your hand and you would fail if any shaving cream got on you. Mm hmm. And it's like, yeah. And once you do that, then you're like, cool, I can do this. It's like, oh, it's just like a fun problem. Yeah. I appreciated it. I'm glad you appreciated it. I also appreciate Red and Rover by Brian right. Bassett. Uh, we have Red and Rover kind of in the foreground, but at the very bottom of the frame, looking up at uh, a, a gangly teen who looks pretty upset. They're standing... Uh, in front of a slightly ajar door that has a sign near the doorknob that says keep and we assume that the rest of it is out and this gangly teen is saying with much frustration did you really think you could hide your candy from me in my own room right under my own nose and uh continues talking as red looks kind of um askance over at rover who looks back and the teen continues, or should I say Rover's nose? I found your dog rooting around my stuff. And Red says, you let him to my secret Halloween stash. And Rover, uh, thinking out loud, says, his door was open. I smelled cheese. Only it turned out to be an old pair of sneakers. What a simple life. <laughs> Please don't yeah. tell me about, like, rationing Halloween candy or something. Oh, no, 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 no. Don't worry. Good. Um, I was, okay, so I was almost certain that we'd recently talked about this, and then I searched for the phrase on Go Comic, and none of the comics seemed familiar, so I don't know if we've talked about it recently, because okay. I feel like it's the only phrase I would have searched for if I had a similar idea. Hmm. Uh, but I was just curious for you, Mark. Do you ever lose things, or... 
quote unquote lose things and then find them right under your nose? Does that often happen to you or is that something you've grown out of? So I feel like everyone goes through that stage. Let me read you a text exchange that I had with Aaron earlier today. Well, thank God. I thought you were about to say, let me read you the show notes from two weeks ago. (laughs) (laughs) Or the whatever description. Uh, I got to scroll back. Okay. Anything you want or need from the store? And Aaron says, I should get something to have for lunches, but I don't know what. Okay. Did you take the Trader Joe's bag? No. Hmm. I can't find it. When did you last use it? What? And then Aaron also asked, what are you having for lunch today? And I said, found it. I took it out of the drawer two minutes ago and tossed it on the bed, then forgot. <laughs> <laughs> wait, is this some, wait, wait, wait. You, something you said? Yeah. So this today, because I, you know, I, I go to the store just like during the day. Okay. And it was my lunchtime and I went to go, I was going to go to Safeway. And there's, like, this just the nice Trader Joe's bag that, like, everyone has because it's super nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I pull it out of the drawer, and I was like, oh, I should change my shorts because I was in, like, crappy athletic shorts, and I was going to put on, like, regular shorts. And so I tossed the bag on the bed, and I put on my khaki shorts, and I quickly go to the bathroom. And then I'm like, and then I went to go open up the drawer again to look for the grocery bag, and it wasn't there. And I was like, oh, man. Where'd it go? And I start looking around in all the other places that we sometimes keep bags, and I couldn't find it anywhere. And then that was when I texted Aaron, and I couldn't find it. And then I looked in the bedroom, and I still didn't notice it on the bed. And I looked, and I like glanced underneath the bed, like from my perspective of standing up. I didn't like get to the point of kneeling down, but I looked underneath the bed, and Aaron has this tote bag that she got for bridesmaids that looks really similar on the bottom to the trader joe's bag like it's the same color scheme and everything Mm -hmm. and so i was like oh we must have used it for something and then i look on the bed and i'm like oh i'm an idiot (laughs) oh that makes me feel so much better (laughs) that makes me feel infinitely better Uh, like it happens to everyone i think even when i was younger i could still lose my phone in my hand like it just like sometimes you just go through that moment and you're just kind of like oh well i guess my brain is pretty dumb sometimes (laughs) yeah <laughs> so lose your glasses on your own face yeah i mean i don't wear glasses so that hasn't happened to me but um because yeah. i really lost good vision. all my envelopes oh that'd be a bummer i needed to i need to send a piece of mail out so i need an envelope mm-hmm. and so i sat down at my desk because i know my envelopes are at my desk have we talked you've are you aware like so i have a desk and then i've got like a big bookshelf next to me Yes. They're like the desk is connected to, so like yes. things from the desk spill over. And so I know my envelopes were somewhere in the bookshelf. It's like a four by four arrangement of cubes. I know it's somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. So I sit down at the desk and I like quickly push the chair back and start looking in the obvious places directly under the desk while on my hands and knees. Like, cause I don't use envelopes much. So like I would put it in the least convenient place. Right. So yeah. like, looking there it's clearly not there long story short i spend at least like 25 minutes like pulling things out because i've got a couple like i don't know like bins that are full of uh like hanging file folders and stuff like that Mm -hmm. stored in some of the cubbies of my bookshelf uh like pulling those out like going through every single file like paging through things like I know the envelopes are in here somewhere and they're like not a full sheet of paper. So maybe they're like all the way at the bottom and going to be hard to find. Mm -hmm. And then after about 20 minutes, I'm like, I think 
maybe I use them all or I'm just delusional and I don't own envelopes. And I sit down at my desk and I turn to my right and in like literally the most convenient cubby, the cubby where I keep the things that I access the most <laughs> so they are easy to grab, mm-hmm. an entire box of envelopes. Yep. Staring me right in the face. <laughs> Like, and it's, so I've got a little, I got a little like pencil caddy in here with a couple drawers or like, I don't know, not pencil caddy, but like a a little, a little, little thing with drawers. And it's like sitting on top, like it was displayed (laughs) because that's literally what I did with it. Last time I used it, I was like, oh, I'll need these again. And like, this is an easy way to find it because I don't put anything here. Yeah. That was a great, an equivalent I mean, this is not quite the same thing, but it was very funny. Before we recorded, Aaron and I were watching... Um, you, you've watched Linus Tech Tips, right? How do you think I uh, knew about sending internet over your power line? Fair enough. I, I was fairly confident that we've talked about it, at least briefly before. I just wanted to confirm. Are you aware of Channel Super Fun? I'm aware of it all, Mark. Okay. So there's a recent Channel Super Fun uh, where Dennis pretended to be linus's assistant because linus's assistant is this guy named vance who is also of asian descent and dennis like dressed up as him like imitated his hairdo made up a bunch of like lies several days in like over a week in advance that vance like told in person about like how he was going to like have some like dental surgery happen so he's gonna have a tough time talking and was also going in for LASIK and was going to need to wear sunglasses for a couple days. Oh my gosh. And then for like two so days he, before he this. Have trouble talking. Yeah, two days before the prank, Vance, the real Vance, did work like this. So that the following day, Dennis could come in and reasonably act like him. And Dennis got away with it for eight hours, like a full work day. No way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow, I've been sleeping. How how long ago did this come out? How did just I not a few, see this? Just a few days ago. Okay, that's that's disappointing. I should have found this. That's okay. I waste so. enough of my time on the internet to find something like that. <laughs> no, that was, I mean, even though I told you, like you know, the the point of the video is already the video. You know, it tells you what's oh. going on. So it is it is worth watching how it happened because it's just it's pretty ridiculous. I'm um, sure it is. It's like the other channel super fun. Like, when he, like, hid in Linus's house. Like, yeah, he could have told me the biggest <laughs> points of all of these videos. But I would still watch the whole things because they're exactly. entertaining. Exactly. Uh, so that's that's a particular kind of... I mean, yeah, also sneaking into someone's house. Like, that's a particular certain amount of unawareness that Linus has, which is always very funny. But no, I think... I don't think I lose things that often. Like, I have gotten pretty good about, like, having a place for most things the thing that i'm worst at keeping track of are probably my headphones like my uh, wireless headphones that i use uh, when i go out for a walk or whatever oh just because those tend to follow me around the apartment and so i'll leave them in any number of slightly odd places i guess that makes sense. not like like there's there's still a limited number of places that they could feasibly be but when it's like oh they could be on the bookshelf where I keep my keys and wallet all the time mm-hmm. or they could be somewhere at my desk or they could be on the coffee table or they could be on the um, kitchen counter 
like there are just like odd places that i'll throw them like sometimes i'll just like accidentally leave them in the bathroom like it's just weird places that i will accidentally leave them and then i have to go like hunt around for them for a short bit mm-hmm. versus aaron I, I she's been listening to this entire segment waiting for me to say this aaron is notorious for losing her phone around the apartment but because she has an apple watch and she can like I was gonna say. make it make noise she has very little patience for trying to find it most of the time. <laughs> and 95% of the time, it is like an inch and a half into the couch cushion and she didn't notice it under the blanket or something like that. Like, it's almost never anywhere far away. But it's always amusing. Yeah. I have to be honest. So that feature uh, on, like, Find My iPhone or whatever, or mm-hmm. whatever it actually is, I don't actually know. It shows how much I use it. Uh, I had, I'm sure it's existed for years. Uh, I had no idea until like, I don't know. It was sometime when I was like at home with my parents and I was like, what is this dinging noise? And then my mom like comes walking into the room and like walks over and picks up her phone. I was like, someone calling you? She's like, no, I was finding my phone. And I was like, what do you mean? And so like my mom had to teach me how to do this. That's funny. (laughs) I was like, "Hmm, that's interesting. Uh, so I have I have two comments. One, I do acknowledge your LTT deskpad is very nice. See, I'm a show. Uh, if I didn't already have a deskpad that I love so much, I probably would get an LTT deskpad. But I thought I've had this one for quite a long time. We're kind of stupid until I was just like until you get eh, one. Let's blow some money mm-hmm. and like they seem nice and like I'll support something that I enjoy watching. And lordy, I love this. Yeah. How did I go for so many years without a desk pad? I know. Uh, so, yeah, if I didn't already have one that I got several years ago that I like yeah. a lot, then I would probably have one of these. But I, like, custom printed this one or had it custom printed. Mm. Uh, anyway, I was going to say, and yet, despite watching LTT and having a desk pad, you use this keyboard. And it's almost <laughs> more appalling as, like, you're someone who, like, uses a, uses fountain pens and stuff. And I feel like it would really go hand in hand to for you to use like at least an okay keyboard, but no. Do you want to know why I use this keyboard? Because it was given to you for free by someone, or you like found it in a dumpster? No, actually, sadly, I spent money on it. Hmm. <laughs> Probably the most embarrassing part. No, so I've had a like a wireless Logitech mouse that like uses the dongle thing in my jobber. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. It's just hitting me that I've had this mouse for, like, almost a decade. Nice. And I've never had to change the battery in it. That sounds about right. But anyway, I have this keyboard because it was the cheapest one that works with the dongle I currently have. Mm. And I... So, wait. Let me look at the picture I sent you. Just because you want it to be wireless, basically? Mostly because I want it to be... unifying receiver? Yeah. Oh, Okay. You can't see completely, but so the the box in the background that's got like some stuff in it. Mm-hmm. So on top of that is my laptop. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so the reason I didn't want to spend much money on a keyboard is because obviously the most ergonomic position to type in is, or one of the closer to ergonomic positions is the position that my keyboard is currently in. Mm-hmm. I have this horrible habit. I don't know why. I consciously try to stop myself. But so my keyboard is, or my computer is like, I don't know, that box, you can't see the whole thing, but it's like, I actually have a ruler right here. 
if we're really here for these situations, not actually, but uh, my computer is five inches off my desk. Yeah, that uh, seems about right. I still mostly type on my computer. Hmm. Like if I'm going to like Google something or like something like that, like I will probably over half the time type it out on my computer and then either get to the, one of the last few keystrokes and be like, why am I doing this? I have a like fascinating. I don't know. My brain is broken. That is odd. But like, I huh. knew that that's what I was like, not going to default to using it. I, I barely use it and I don't care about it. So I'm okay. Just like yeeting it across the room or like sure. yeeting it to the chair behind me more often uh, when I need more desk space or something. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. But yeah, this, uh, it's got, it's not deck flex, right? But uh, I mean, a, a cheap plastic keyboard certainly has deck flex. Yes. <laughs> is that, is it? Cause it's got all the flex. Like yeah. <laughs> it is, it's almost like it was intended to be flexible to the point of yeah. not being able to be destroyed. Well, like, I like I when they look at keyboards like, like this, and it's not about just pressing down in the middle and seeing how much it oh, moves. It's no. also the like if you pick it up on the long ends. Yeah, that's what I'm doing right now. And you like can twist it. Oh yeah, no, I can so get it contorts. <laughs> let me let me just look down the let me look down kind of the length of it. <laughs> yeah, sight it. <laughs> I can get a solid. I think I can probably get 20 degrees on it. Yeah, of course. That's funny. Uh. I also did buy this before I watched much LTT. Yeah. So. Well, if you are on a mechanical keyboard, I have several that I can send you because I don't use them. Oh. I'm not going to complain. Whenever I get my uh, goodie bag of fountain pads, you can get a goodie bag of a mechanical keyboard. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Now I feel guilty. (laughs) Uh, Do you want to know why I feel guilty? Because there's a box on my desk. No, I was going to say, because you haven't moved on to the next comic yet. Oh, no, I'll move on to the next comic. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I feel guilty because I need to have more adventures in my life. I need to live more. Adventures like the Adventures of Business Cat <sighs> by Tom Fonder. So we've got the Business Cat with a distinctly nature looking green background. Nondescript, though, but nature looking on the phone, on his cellular device, saying, hey, Janet, cancel my 10 o'clock. I'm going to be late. Yeah. Yeah, it happened again. Camera pans out to see Business Cat looking kind of dejected, sitting on a tree branch. That is the nondescript green background was the foliage of the tree. And next to him, there is a ladder with a uh, not enthusiastic looking fireman climbing up it, um, looking at business cat as business cat obviously does not seem super excited about the situation. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> Do you have any good stories of your, from your youth of getting things stuck in trees, Grant? Ooh, getting things stuck in trees. Um... Like, I'm sure I do. The first story that came to mind is not the story you asked for, but mm. it's the story you're getting. Yep. Um, when I was convinced 
that I could rock climb with those not for climbing climbing carabiners, but out of a tree. Uh, and so I attempted to hang from one of those carabiners tied to a rope <laughs> on a tree branch clipped into my belt loop. Yeah. And somehow both the belt loop and the carabiner failed. <laughs> like they failed perfectly in sync so that the carabiner was no longer functional and I was down one belt loop. Yeah, that's a bummer. Expected, yeah. but a bummer. <laughs> yeah. I wonder how many of those carabiners you would have to like use in cereal to <laughs> be able to support yourself. Using cereal, I feel like that'd be hard on your teeth, and I don't think it would soften up with milk. Very funny. Got him. Got him indeed. Freaking nailed it. Best joke of the night. Uh <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, other uh, things that have gotten stuck up in trees. Uh, didn't I get one of your frisbees stuck in a tree, or one of your discs, uh, or was it someone else's discs? You did, yes, you did. I was gonna yeah, say I've definitely gotten you. a disc stuck in a tree. We got it out though. Yeah. I don't remember how I got it out. Was it with another disc, or was it with like a stick? I think it was another. Did we disc. find like a tennis ball? I think it was another. Because that is always that always using another disc is always the most dangerous option. I try to avoid that under every circumstance. I feel like another, I like a shoe is worse because that's my first instinct always is, oh, let me take okay. off my shoe. Let me take off I've the thing that's that. way more likely to get stuck in a tree because there's like laces and other things that get yeah. tangled. No, I have never even considered using a shoe. It's, but I, you know, if you're getting it stuck in a tree, odds are there's other trees around and thus there are branches or other things that you can at least try because they're disposable so that's that's always my default i've maybe tried to use another disc once or twice when it's just like i'm out of options but i can't throw them accurately like i need something either that i can javelin towards it what disc golfing wizard can't throw a disc accurately not at another disc in a tree no also i don't want to beat up my discs that way yeah that's fair so I, I look for something either ball-shaped or stick-shaped and go with that. Yeah. Typically have good success. Rocks. Rocks. Rocks are good. As long as there's no one around. Otherwise, they're bad. <laughs> <laughs> look at you thinking ahead so well. I was well, just like, what's you know, a rock at it? I don't care who's around. When, I, when I've grown up throwing things at other things, I've I've had to learn <laughs> by that good experience intuition. by... By experience, by being scolded, and eventually by thinking ahead to not do such things. Yeah. <laughs> True wisdom comes from doing stupid things and getting yelled at for it. Exactly. That's right. Or yelling at yourself for it. What doesn't kill you makes you wiser. We should have a Kelly Clarkson themed episode. <laughs> Is that Kelly Clarkson? <laughs> I didn't I know think that. so. Let me let me double check this. <laughs> I was gonna say I'm gonna look this up. What doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Yeah, it is Kelly Clarkson. Yeah, look at that. I didn't need to Google that to be sure. I think, I'm not gonna lie. I knew if it. You now I have another Kelly Clarkson song that maybe I can pull out of nowhere. But now I'm actually never mind. I'm blanking on a song of hers that I thought I knew really well. It's from like the early 2000s. As all Kelly Clarkson music is from the, br- is it, it is just Breakaway. Yeah, 
Yeah, okay, that's what I was thinking about. She's on, like, a rooftop in the music video. 2004, that's pretty much when I would have placed it. Surprised you got Breakaway, not, like, since you being gone. Well, I mean, I see that now. Or behind that I these wouldn't... hazel eyes? Like... I don't know that one. What? Not off the top of my head. Oh, my gosh. I, I probably heard it. Like, since you be gone, like, I know that that's a song. I don't think I would have known that it was definitely Carly Clark- Clarkson. Like, I know Breakaway is. Okay. Oh, wait, are all those on the same album? Oh. Yeah. Holy cow, that was a banger of an album. Right? Oh, and because of you. How did I not even think of that? Wow, that was a... Wa- I always forget that she was on American Idol. Yeah, the original. I feel like she's the only person who became, like... Actually, I feel like the the people who don't get first typically end up being more successful, I feel like. Yeah. I think the first few seasons they had pretty good luck because it was so new and, like, the record deals were actually pretty decent. But I think the the first time where that suddenly became... it, it There clearly was a flaw in the process. I remember all of learning about the controversy surrounding Chris Daughtry. Mm. Because Chris Daughtry was, like... Basically, everyone, like, knew he was going to win. Like, it, the judges, everyone was like, it was like, oh, he's clearly the best one here. And then he ended up getting fourth place. And people assume it's because, like, because it's a fan vote or whatever, they, like, people assume that they would win. And so they maybe, like, voted for their next favorite person just to give him a little boost or something. Like, who knows? Or it's all just rigged from the start and they wanted to finally make it dramatic or something. Who knows? But mm-hmm. I don't know who won that season, but I do know that Chris Daughtry went on to become, like, the most successful from that season. And I think since then, it's kind of been pretty similar, where it's kind of become more of a Shark Tank kind of thing, where the exposure is as important as anything. Oh, Shark Tank. 